Welcome to this episode of Guess What You're Gonna Hate. I'm Janine. And I'm Daryl. And this is a podcast about exposing someone to the very worst and sometimes best, but mostly worst, pop culture of the 2000s. I think that's right. That sounds right. I'm not reading off a script. I'm, no. I think I'm doing better than Kate does on average. No one has the cue cards. Love you, Kate. My best friend, respect, podcast buddy. Did not clue you in on this. <laughs> Daryl said he had an idea for a podcast and being a, a patron mm. um, and also being my husband. This is the tier that I'm at. This said. is the tier that you're at. Uh, I decided that I would let him in on this. So, Daryl, please tell me your idea for an episode. Well, Janine, I'm going to start that with a question, I think. Did you ever watch The Daily Show? With Trevor Noah? No, not exactly. <laughs> not exactly. Not yet. I'm take you back in a time machine to the uh, early aughts, and we need to talk a little bit because if you'll remember, you do remember. You're just playing with me right now. You do remember, like John Stewart. Yes, yeah, the John I Stewart. Know John Daily Stewart Show. and like his homoerotic relationship with Colbert. Yes, they did have sort of a, a back and forth, up and down kind of relationship on their respective shows. But at that time, that was sort of a, a big deal, you know? That was something that a lot of people talked about. A lot of people watched The Daily Show at that time. Not so much anymore, because if you think about it, so much of uh, night, late-night television has uh, kind of taken on that model, you know? There's a comedian who talks about the news and has guests that are related to the news rather than sort of the uh, Johnny Carson model of, like, an actor or somebody like that, some of the more glitzy Hollywood kind of people. And when did The Daily Show start? The Daily Show started, and I believe, in the 90s. Okay. John Stewart started hosting in, I think, the year Wait, 2000. Wait, so John Stewart was a dude before he was The Daily he Show? He was an actor. Did you I mean, ever... obviously he was a dude. Like, obviously yes, he was obviously. around. Yes, but you never saw... This is outside this, uh, the scope of the show, but you've never seen the Adam Sandler movie... Um, uh, the one where he pees on the side of a building with a little boy. I really no. cannot remember what it's called. <laughs> no. Is it called Daddy's Boy? Daddy's Home? Something like that? Anyway. Is that Little Nicky? No, it is not Little Nicky. Oh, okay. that, I just he might I really have peed want to on talk about then. Little Nicky. We'll get to Little Nicky, I assume. <laughs> we'll have the Adam Sandler month, I, I assume. Uh, but at any rate, uh, John Stewart was a bit actor in that and a couple other movies. And he got selected to do The Daily Show. Okay. And then George Bush was elected around the same time. Uh -huh. And you have to remember that things was a little different back in the day. And that was sort of the... That's uh, the tagline for this show. Things, things was, was different. different. <laughs> things <laughs> was different in the 2000s. Indeed. And so, uh, you know, a lot of people would watch it. I remember my dad, who's a very conservative fellow, he liked to watch The Daily Show because he thought it was funny and had a uh, different take on Side politics. Sideline Side about this. Yes. Can we just talk about how weird it was that the Colbert show like blurred the lines between comedy and like I guess I guess I guess this is satire, right? That's the whole point right. of satire. There were some I remember in college, which of course was the 2010s, I remember a teacher being upset because she thought that Colbert was being truthful. Right. right? Most people could kind of get the idea of that, I think, especially since that was around the time that Bill O'Reilly was really big mm. and that was who he was trying to play off of. Oh, so he, he was, was doing to, a direct parody. He was doing a pretty much a parody of Bill O'Reilly. And so, um, if you'll remember back in the day, there was a lot of talk of uh, how popular Jon Stewart was because he had this sort of uh, independent idea of politics and commentary. And for whatever reason, 
there started to be some movies made with the idea of what if Jon Stewart became president, basically. And I think it boiled down to, not to get too uh, political on your show, you're a very light sort of thing, but people, you know, this is a little uh, difficult to talk about. Uh, George Bush was not the most popular guy. Really? Yeah. I mean, Are you sure do you remember? About that? Okay, all right, there was this president, George Bush. Do you remember <laughs> tell that? Tell me about George Bush. <laughs> I've never heard of this man. Please tell me about George were, W. Bush. There were certain people that he cared about and who he didn't care about, mm. according to Kanye hey, West. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, can we talk about um, Lil George, the, the like cartoon George Bush There was show? Lil, There was Lil George, and then there was also That's My Bush, which was a live-action show <laughs> that the South Park guys did. But there was also Lil Bush around the same time. Oh, uh, it was Lil Bush. Was Lil George or Lil Bush? It was Lil... It was, Little Bush, I think. Okay, I never saw it, but, but that's I remember why Bush the was also different. Yeah, I remember the commercials too. We're gonna have to watch that at some point. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to it. But... Oh, I'm sure it'll be just as just as accurate and splendid and timely as it was then. I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, both of the movies that I've selected for you to choose from uh, kind of played off the idea of what if there was someone who was a common sense, kind of straight talking fellow who could run for president and win the White House which was sort of a, a timely and interesting idea back in the 2000s. And then in the 2010s, everyone said again, what if there was someone who just spoke his mind and wasn't a politician? <laughs> no, we can't talk about that. We can't, we talk, can't about talk about that. that. Anyway, something <laughs> happened with that. Do you remember Donald Trump? <laughs> anyway, so that didn't work out so great. But um, both of these movies that I've selected for you have a comedian who takes on the role of a straight-talking everyman and tries to parlay that into a run for the White House. Okay. Okay. But it's not like, um, man, what's that film where everyone's stupid? It is not like Idiocracy. Okay. These are both set very clearly in the real world. Okay, in the real world. Yes. All right, I'm ready. Hit me. So the first film that I selected for you is a movie that was written by one Christopher Rock. Sounds familiar. And starring, <laughs> starring same gentleman. And it comes from 2003. And it is where he is playing, I believe, a city. So wait, wait, that's an election year, right? Two thousand three, no. Well, no, because they are... usually only in evens. Babe. Okay, okay, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm saying two thousand four is when they're in off. Oh no, no, right. no. Two thousand four was the uh, election year. Oh, okay, wait, wait. So he was okay. For some reason, I was thinking that the election two thousand four was the year that they were. You put the vote in, but 2003 was no. part of the campaign. Do you know when to vote this no! year? No! Leave me alone! Okay. Also vote this year! Also vote this year. Uh, <laughs> this is part of our Get Out the Vote campaign. This is part, <laughs> this of, is our, this is part of our Get Out the Vote. We make part, fun of morons who don't know when election years are. This is part of our Voter Die campaign. Do you remember that? Voter Die? Yeah. The Voter Die campaign where they had like uh, like Puff Daddy and uh, <laughs> like a whole bunch of... Uh, no, but that okay. sounds like a good November theme. Yeah, episode. definitely. All right, put a pin on that. The voter, okay, put a, vo so voter die Chris campaign. Rock. All right, so Chris, Chris Rock. Rock had a movie. I believe he was a city alderman, and okay. he ends up being asked to run for president. And his, uh, I can't remember whether it's his campaign manager or his vice president or both, is one Bernie Mac, who was is he also his campaign manager. I think can't remember whether he's his campaign manager, his vice presidential pick, or both. Mm -hmm. But uh, they end up running together in the campaign together and you know hilarity ensues that's more of a comedy film 
Okay. And the second film, I, I like comedies. They yes. Make for, if you'll if you've listened, mm-hmm. you'll find that comedies generally make better episodes of the podcast. Um, <laughs> there was uh, the movie about the there was the Black Dahlia, which mm-hmm. was a very good episode and uh, a hilarious movie. Just a real romp and a treat. Also, I want you to know if this episode flops, then. You still have to pay me money, but you no longer get any say in the podcast. Fair. All right. So the other film that I selected was uh, the movie Man of the Year. Man of the Year. This is more directly sort of tying into what was going on before. You know what? Side note. I really like this because the last time Kate gave me, or maybe not the last time, but the one of the last times I remember Kate told me there were two movies with very similar plots. It was also about a president. President's daughter. Mm, the president's daughter. This is the president's. The president's. Self, so his, I like this. I like this. Okay, keep going. All right. So in this movie, uh, this is more directly just Robin Williams plays John Stewart. Basically, Robin Williams is the host of a Daily Show Aww. type of show. Robin Williams. Yes, yes. And so I think it would be interesting to sort of see how they how they did that. And basically, because if you remember back in the day, there were a lot of people who said things like, oh, "Why can't that fella on the Daily Show be president?" And so this is sort of an idea of, you know, what would happen if that had happened. I believe this was 2007, 2008. Let me refer to my notes. But uh, my notes, my notes on, the rotten, article. on the Rotten oh. Tomato website. Oh, wow. We're getting into real sources. We're not mm. using, we ain't no Wikipedia hoes over here. <laughs> 2006. I'm sorry. This was this was. Ah, that's a bad year for movies. I know. Me. It was very bad. That's a very bad year for movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. And so... These two movies, I think this. I think the uh, the Robin Williams movie is a little bit more dramatic, but mm. uh, I think going for it is the sort of uh, just the idea of what people in the two thousands thought Robin Williams would look okay, like. Okay, okay, okay. Is it a good movie? No, neither of these are good movies. Okay, okay. So that's okay. <laughs> okay, here's the rule. I think we have this chart, mm-hmm. or maybe a pie. Ch- I don't know. I'll have to figure out. Is it a Venn diagram, a pie chart, a graph? What? For episodes of this podcast, mm-hmm. it either has to be a comedy because comedy begets comedy right. if you if you're smart about it, mm. or it has to be really bad. Are you guys smart about it? No, we're very okay. dumb, but you know that's okay. So it either has to be a very bad movie that we can just absolutely roast, or a comedic movie we can kind of play off of. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that you gave me. Wait, so also you're saying Chris Rock movie is not? Good? I just don't think. I mean, when's the last time you heard about it? Exactly. Yeah. I I have to say I think I've seen the Chris Rock movie. Okay. But here's my my deal. Does it count as watching a movie if it was playing in a like you know when sometimes you go on a fancy bus where like they have screens you know where you can watch films but yes. you're not really paying attention. That's called an airplane, Janine. <laughs> no, it's a bus, like a charter bus, I guess. We went to a pri- you and I both went to a private school. That school did not have screens in the buses. Okay, but. When you went on a special trip somewhere, they did. I think it was on our way to Boston. Mm-hmm. I think we watched this film because I remember mm-hmm. when you said a movie about a presidential campaign that's a comedy. I was like, I feel like I've seen something like that. Right. And then I looked it up because I knew it started a comedian. And yeah, it was Chris Rock. Um, and that sounds right, too, because 2003, um, this would have been 2006, 2008 that right. I watched it. About the time. So, there's, about the time it would have come out on DVD. Yeah, there's like a gap. <laughs> uh, if you'll find there's gaps between when a movie is out in theaters, when it's out on physical media, when it's out on television, and when it's out on a bus in an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> 
Those yeah. are kind of staggered release schedule. So um, this was the bus trip. I'm, I'm like, also, I'm, I'm trying to remember when it was. And now I'm like pretty sure it was on the way to Boston. Because mm-hmm. I also remember it was that same bus that we all sang Rocky Top on, like Good mm-hmm. Tennesseans. So yeah, I've, okay. I've seen that film. But that's also now 15? Yeah. 20 years ago? No, not 20, but 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's almost I think like, you, would be you know, safe. it's like, you know, <laughs> this is this is gross. I might cut it out. Uh-huh. But you know how like there's that urban myth that you could regrow your virginity? Like if you have, if you don't have sex for long enough, you'll like become a virgin again. Mm. I think that same rule goes for if it's been this long since you've seen a movie, you're basically seeing it for the first time. It's, you know, if it's been seven years, you have none of the same cells in your body that you did before. (laughs) And so none of the same movie cells, if you will. Movie cells. I like that. However... I always like seeing Robin Williams and things, even yes. if he's not in good things. I just, right. I love that man. And it's so sad, you know. Uh, yeah. Both, um, of, both of these movies star comedians who were sort of lost before their time, Robin Williams and Bernie Mac. So it's sort of a strange. What happened to uh, Bernie Mac? He passed away of, I think, heart disease or something mm, like that. Sad. Yeah. I guess, you know, being a patron of the podcast, you mm. kind of technically, technically, and mm. here we're going to put a little... Whoop! Also, it's 15 minutes. We got to get to the movie eventually. Um, Putting a little plug for the Patreon. At Mm. certain tiers, you get to vote on topics. However, I've never had like options to pull from. Wait, 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 wait! Can I thank your boy? Yeah, you can thank Icy Wiener. Ah, yes, thank you, Mr. Wiener. Thank you for listening to our Mm. rambles, Sir Wiener. Technically, you get to vote on topics. My wife loves this Wiener. Okay, we're ep- episode ended. Podcast done. Podcast done. Daryl's privileges revoked. No longer allowed to participate in the podcast. Anyway, so technically, even though you're on your second strike now, you're allowed. You're allowed to vote on topics for the podcast. So, which do you think would make a better episode for the podcast? I think that um, Man of the Year would be. More interesting to talk about academically, but head of state would be more fun to talk so about. So here's the problem. Since we don't have Kate here to tell mm, us to shut up. We don't have a tie-breaking vote. No. Well, also... Can you text her? Yeah. Can I you, okay, her. all right. Hold let's on. text her. Hey, you know what? You know what? Let me... It's 8 o'clock. <laughs> um, I'm gonna call okay. Kate on the right. telephone. And she's okay, gonna be like, who moment. the fuck calls anymore? <laughs> what year is it? I bet you she's not going to answer. She's going to text me like, why the fuck are you calling me? <laughs> it's 2020. People don't call oh, each Jesus, other anymore. It's 2020. Right? <laughs> oh. oh, hey, I wasn't sure if you'd answer. What's up? Not much. What's up? Um, so this is dumb, but Daryl and I are recording an episode of the podcast because I can't schedule. And um, he wanted a tiebreaker vote. Okay. Okay. Right down to business. That's right good. Down to business. Okay. <laughs> okay. So he's got two movies for, and he thinks uh, we should watch, or uh, Daryl and I are going to do it, but you're going to decide which one it is. Mm. And they are uh, Head of State, which is a Chris Rock movie, and Man of the Year, which is a Robin Williams movie. They're both presidential movies. Yes. Which one has the worst rating on IMDb? Ooh, that's good. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. <laughs> Asking this the is why we came to you. <laughs> uh, he's got he's got to pull it up on his phone. Also, I was—I really thought you would just roast me for calling you in the year 2020 and not texting you. No, I love you. I don't care. Aw, I love you too. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, man of the year. What's six, it at? Six point two. Six point oh. Oh, that's. I, I thought that's, it was out of a hundred. I was like, damn. Wow. That's, I mean, that's bad. If you do the math, you can make it out of a hundred. Okay. You remember sixth grade math, right? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, please. You didn't call me though, so like, get get on with it. Okay. <laughs> Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> and head of state. 5.5. Okay, so head yes, of state head it of is. State wins. Thank you, Kate. Okay, Thank you. Bye. Love you, bye. <laughs> okay. All right. It's been decided. See, she, she loves me enough that she'll answer a phone call, but also she is a practical woman mm. and was like, okay. You know what? Kate would make a good president. You know, Kate would make a Kate good, make president. good president. She'd come out for a press briefing and go, all right, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I would vote for her. I she has vote my vote. Too. All right, so All right. Uh, let's go watch the movie. Yeah, let's go watch the movie. Which one is it? It's Head of State, starring Chris Rock. Starring Christopher Rock from the year two thousand. Why are you calling him Christopher? I just thought it would be funny. <laughs> just funnier than calling him Chris. Yes. Okay, real quick. He was the zebra in. Uh, he was the zebra Madagascar. in Madagascar. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Bye. <laughs> wow. Hey, this is great. We survived Y two K. I can't wait for the pop culture headed my way. It's the very worst. I'm just saying Paris Hilton deserves better. Also the best. Shrek won an Oscar. Pop culture of the 2000s. It's Guess What You're Gonna Hate with Janine and Kate. So we're back. We're back. And we've just watched Head of State. Yeah, how do you feel? Honestly, it's a very forgettable movie. It's forgettable. I wouldn't call it bad, though. I think it was just serviceable as a comedy. I think it was just kind of fine. I think it gave us exactly what it promised. It it delivered on all of the campaign promises. I don't think anyone... I mean, I didn't watch the trailer, but I assume that anybody who watched the trailer and then watched the film was not disappointed. And that's our review of Head of State. You can find <laughs> no, us no, no, on no, no. Patreon. Shut up, shut up, shut up. But yeah, I mean, like, I don't think... As far as comedies go, mm-hmm. it did exactly what it wanted to do. It didn't really, like, I don't know. I don't really think it broke down any barriers or did something, like, daring and Except new. Except for the racial barrier. <laughs> okay. I do think it's interesting, looking back on it, that now that we've had a black president, the first black president, Barack Obama... Mm-hmm. So in that way, you know, it was kind of like daring to even insinuate because a big part of the comedy is like, wouldn't it be crazy if we had a black president? Mm -hmm. But then, you know, five years later, it happens. Right. That's true. Because this is a movie from 2003 uh, when Barack Obama was, uh, I don't know if he was still a law professor at the time or if he was a a, uh, community organizer or what he was doing, but he was not known on a national stage at all. Wait, wait, wait. Do you think he watched this movie? Oh my god! Do you think he watched this movie? <laughs> Do you think he watched Head of State? I mean, the the action is centered in Washington D.C., but there's a big part, sort of the the big part of the transition from the first act to the second act happens in Chicago. So I mean, yeah, it feels I mean, like it kind of lines up. Do we need to talk about the plot? I mean, what is there to talk about? A, a uh, Chris Rock runs for president. Yeah, Chris Rock runs for president, which is kind of important. That big chunks of this movie is just Chris Rock doing a stand up routine. Yeah, I think that's one reason I didn't like about it. But I know every comedian has to do that. Like, I mean, screw uh, freaking C.K. Lewis. But he had a good bit in his Mm. show, Louie, where he basically runs off that little... He does this riff about how comedians feel the need 
to explain everything and stand up in a co- in their own show, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. But the same thing is in the movie. Like, I mean, the debate and the speeches is just basically a Chris Rock bit. It really is. And it's sort of uh, narcissistic in a way to think that, oh, you know, my comedy is so good that it could actually uh, have that sort of general impact. I feel that the structure of the plot was very weak. I mean, obviously we knew he was going to win. Like, mm. you, you wouldn't have this whole movie and he didn't win. That's true. And so, like, the opening shot is Mount Rushmore, and then the closing mm. shot is Mount Rushmore. Bookends, with... they call that in film school. Oh, uh, did you go to film school? Not, not yet. Law, not yet? Law school didn't work out. Maybe <laughs> film school will. Oh. <laughs> anyway, they, you know, they have that at the end, and they have Mays, what's the character's name? Mays Gilliam? Mays Gilliam. Mays Gilliam on the Mount Rushmore, Mm -hmm. but like in the interim, it's like it goes from election night to inauguration night, and he's, of course, he got the girl as well, and then that's it. That's the movie. There's no like, it just felt very like, okay, we got what we wanted. Like, he's president now, so that's the movie. (laughs) Yeah, you could have almost made a sequel. It would have almost been uh, more interesting. The first hundred days of Mays Gilliam. Yes, indeed. They never really talk about who is affiliated with what party. They don't really go into detail. There's some sort of uh, social commentary in the idea that uh, everything is very scripted, that uh, the staff... I think it's pretty clear who's a Republican and who's a Democrat from the uh, Lewis, the guy who's running against. Mm. His campaign slogan is... God bless America and nowhere else. Which is, it's, I think, I thought that was funny. And that he's in his uh, his accent, the way he acts, he kind of feels a little bit George Bush-esque. I mean, the thing is, is like, yes, it's a comedy movie, but the whole, uh, it's just got so many like flimsy things that mm. stand on. You know, like there are comedy movies that are totally over the top that do have like a very committed plot. Like, look at Dodgeball, mm. a movie that is unnecessarily complicated, like all these things deliver in dodgeball Mm -hmm. and it has an inherently ridiculous premise but every part of the premise is followed through whereas in this one it's just like how much more ridiculous can we get and like let's kind of comment on stuff but not get too heavy it just it's a fine movie i think Dodgeball. i don't think i would watch it again i think dodgeball is a good comparison because dodgeball is a movie that takes uh it takes silly subject matter and treats it seriously Whereas Head of State takes serious subject matter and treats it in a silly way. I actually remember, I saw this movie, I'm 90% sure I saw this movie in a theater. I'm you saw it in a sure. theater? I think I did, yes. Which parent took you? Uh, my grandma took me. Of course she did. She, she took me a to good very, lady. She took me to very bad movies when I asked her to. Because my, <laughs> my, my real parents would have been like, no, I'm not wasting my time. My grandma's like, yeah, sure, we can go to McDonald's first. <laughs> uh, so that was definitely, if anyone took me, it was my grandma, yeah. I would have loved to have seen what she thought about it. Oh, man. Uh, uh, my grandma had, uh, until she died, she had a poster of uh, Barack Obama and Ronald Reagan uh, next to each other, like an edited picture uh, poster. So, <laughs> God was... bless America and nowhere else. <laughs> uh, I feel like, again, the majority of the jokes came from the beginning. There were, like, some running gags throughout. Mm. But, and, like... Like, for example, like him yelling, security! A very like, misogynistic movie. Yeah, it, it's it's just like, it's fine. I can see why in 2003, mm. like, I don't even think people really liked it. Like, I was looking up some no, reviews and said it was kind of weak. It didn't really, like, deliver any punches. Mm. It was just kind of there. Yeah. And, I mean, that's kind of the way I felt about it. I was like, it's fine. It said some funny things. I think it had some smart commentary on, like, 
the disconnect between politicians and the the main people. Of well, the you land. could tell that it was written by a comedian in this, like a professional yeah. stand-up comedian, in the sense that it had a lot of. I thought it had good one-liners, yeah, but not a lot of good uh, comedy material. I thought that uh, Chris Rock did fine when he was doing his stand-up stuff, and he did all right when he was uh, pulling the more not dr- I don't I hesitate to say dramatic parts to it, but sort of the more uh, serious? serious stuff. Yeah, exactly. I thought Bernie Mac was almost better. Bernie Mac was great. Uh, he was, he great. was hilarious. He was totally devoted to it, whereas Chris was trying to be like a everyman type. Yeah. Bernie Mac, his character was over the top, mm-hmm. and it was hilarious. I think another pr- reason this movie suffers is it relies too much on the witty one-liners. Mm. There's no visual gags. There's very little of it, except the person whoever gets caught has security called on them having a hand like yeah. grab them. That's I think like that, a and bit. then like when the other candidate Lewis finds out he loses, everyone in the same room has like thick rimmed glasses on, and mm. they're all like white and boring, and they all know? get punched. Yeah, that's, that's pretty funny. It. That's that kind of airplane-esque. Yeah, but it's at the end of the movie. Yeah, so I think overall, like, it's a fine movie. It's definitely a bus movie. Mm, and I think movie. it's weird, because you were asking me, do you remember any of this? And the only scene that I remembered, the only scene I remembered is where uh, uh, Mays Gilliam is trying to taunt Lewis into mm. doing a debate with him. And he insults him through the window by saying, your mom's ass is so big that when she sits down, she's three feet taller. That's the only your mama joke that they pull out, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And she, Lewis shrugs it off. And then this woman walks mm. in with a huge butt and slaps him across the face. And mm. I remember that killed me. It was so funny. That was, was funny. I don't know why that scene stuck with me, but it did. It was so. just visual humor. Uh, the love interest character was not super interesting. I don't know why I felt like I that. I mean, none of the women were really no. developed. The most developed woman was the woman on his campaign trail with him, mm. who kind of like had no belief in him, but then later came around to say like, you know, maybe we could use someone like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, like all the female characters were really weak and tropey. But the thing is, it wasn't about them. It was always about, it's just basically like a prop for Chris Rock's stand-up. Yeah. Which, you know, I'm not like a Chris Rock fanatic. I don't watch a lot of his stand-up. But as far as the stand-up goes, it was kind of weak. Like it was kind of funny, but like not... Not build a movie funny. If he mm. were not already an established comedian by that point, I don't think this movie would have been greenlit. And speaking of this movie's premise, mm. we found out that another comedian, Chris Tucker, mm. had this very same idea for a movie. And I looked up, there was an article all the way back from 2001 where he mentioned he was trying to make a movie called Mr. President and even was going to have Bill Clinton starring in the film. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was... Um that's fine. It's a fine movie. It's fine. Fine. Not the worst. Uh, not high, the best. Heavily features hot in here multiple times, <laughs> which is, you know, which is fine. I, I told you this while we were watching the movie, but I think it's worth mentioning here because we always like to dunk on me mm. in this podcast. When I was younger, it was like around 2006, I was probably like 12 or 13. I've always had a very low voice. Mm-hmm. And I was at summer camp, and we, all these girls were in the dorm. We were trying to put together our talent show routine. So we were all trying to figure out what we wanted to do for the talent show. And I remember someone pulled out a CD, and it was, I think it was like a Nelly CD. Or it was like the greatest hits of you got to bring your Nelly CD. Whatever. Yeah. A, you gotta. I mean, you gotta. you gotta. 
everybody wanted me to be Nelly because I had such a low voice. And they were like, you've got to be Nelly. You've got the low voice. I'm like, okay, I'll be Nelly. (laughs) But the thing is, I didn't know who Nelly was Mm. because all I listened to was anime music. Mm. As has been well established (laughs) in the canon of this podcast, anime music is a very So now every time I listen to a Nelly song, Mm. I just think of that. So, but Mm. it's getting hot in here is a classic. And of course they, I think that's one, again, in the beginning of the movie, this is the Mm. beginning of the movie bit. He goes to a fundraiser and uh, he basically starts DJing and plays Nelly. It's getting hot in here, and everyone loves it and starts yes. like dancing to it, which is way funnier than like in What a Girl Wants, where all the people are like horrified at mm-hmm. someone like kind of not doing what's posh. That's they actually boring. get into it, which yeah. is way funnier. They all start doing the electric slide all at once, which is and fun. they only start panicking when he says the roof is on fire, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Yeah, but yeah, overall, eh, fine. <laughs> Very uh, emblematic of 2000s comedy. Yeah. Just sort of there. And uh, we haven't recovered yet. Just all bad comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think what was the last really good comedy 21 Jump Street. Yeah, 21 Jump Street was hilarious. 21 Jump Street is the only funny comedy that's been made in probably 20 years. I liked Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids was fine. But I think it's also just because, like... It was like the first like female gross yeah. out. Now there's so much female gross out. I'm like I'm mm. done with it, y'all. I don't yeah. I don't I don't care. Mm-hmm. Melissa McCarthy has moved on to bigger <laughs> and better things. Oh yeah. yeah, that movie she did. Um, can you, can you ever, ever forgive, forgive me? me? Yes. So fucking good. This is now a can you ever forgive me review. <laughs> no, we're done. <laughs> we're done. Uh, first, before we're done, what's the crime? Is it a crime to run for president? Oh no, we're too young. Is it a crime to run for president if you're too young? Yes. If I run for president, no. will I be arrested for being too young? No, you'll just uh, you'll just lose. You won't be sponsored by any oh, major party. Oh, you know what, guys, 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 this is fun because he's a lawyer, so he knows crime. Mm-hmm. So this is why it's like an extra special because it's not like when when Kate shoots down my things for not being against the law. She's just you know she's a criminal, so mm-hmm. she knows what the law is. This guy, he's like, I will tell you she, what you can go to jail for. She's trying to keep all the crime to herself. <laughs> She's trying to. You're just all the trying crime. to make get me a case that will be worth your time. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so no, running uh, for president when you're below 35 is not a crime; it's unconstitutional, which is kind of like a super crime if you think about oh! it. Oh, yeah, super crime. <laughs> super crime. I yes. like that. Is that mm-hmm. like it's our first super crime? Wait, wait, wait. Yes. Is that true? Like any constitu- any constitutional law, it's super crime. Uh, yes, except for the ones that we've edited out of the Constitution because we're uh, we're guilty about them. Yes. <laughs> so give me your idea. What's your best crime for this movie? Uh, let's see. Uh, it would probably be when Bernie Mac uh, gets off of a train and he's wearing these <laughs> great uh, green shoes and he walks up and just starts slapping random people. I think it would probably be that. Just slap random people at a train station who insult you or try to get you to listen to. Try to demo. get you. Yeah. Try. To- <laughs> It's <laughs> also pretty funny. People are always trying to get other people to listen to their demo yeah. in this movie, which is pretty good. Um, yeah, just slap slap anyone who tries to get you to listen to their demo. Okay, I think that's a boring crime. I think slapping people is a boring crime. Slapping people is a boring crime. Yes. What about like punching everybody people? Everybody knows what assaulting. Assault, okay, now you just assault upgraded, is a boring crime. You just crime. upgraded assault. That's okay. not. It doesn't make it exciting. That's a felony now. now. <laughs> See. This is why you don't argue with me. That's a felony. <laughs> this is why we don't have lawyers on this podcast. Mm. Mm. I want to think of a creative crime. Uh, somebody, which is why okay, all right. I think this is what I'm going to do. Okay. All right. All right. Somebody calls right, in a sh- bomb sh- threat to the school gonna, at one point. I'm, gonna, I'm, going, <laughs> I'm going to go to our local mm. uh, like actor camp. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. There's a college here. I'll go. You know say, those actor hello, camps? Hello, theater children. I shouldn't say that. Hello, theater kids. Come do my makeup. And I get them to make me look 
about 10 years older, which shouldn't mm-hmm. be too hard. I already got the bags under my eyes. Sure. I run for president. Mm-hmm. I win the presidency. It's great. First female president. No one's surprised. I'm amazing. Mm-hmm. I can't get a job, but I can get the presidency. It's fine. You're going to go to Wisconsin. Yes, I'm going to go to Wisconsin. I'm going to go to all the states that matter. People okay. are going to vote for me. I'm right. amazing. I'm beautiful. I get to the stage. Mm-hmm. I got my hand on the Bible. Okay. You know? It's like, you know, Mrs. President, you solemnly swear to mm. uphold the blah, 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 blah. And I said, I cannot swear mm. to uphold the Constitution. You want to know why? Why? You want to know why? why? Tell us why. I take a handkerchief out of my pocket and I wipe off my old age mm. makeup. I look beautiful. I'm still snatched underneath. Death, like yeah. I still look gorgeous. Like they took off my makeup, but like underneath mm. I had secret extra makeup. Mm-hmm. I look beautiful, gorgeous, mm-hmm. not a day over 30. Everyone's like, Mrs. Mrs. President, you broke the law. And I was like, well, I'm already president, baby. What mm-hmm. are you gonna do? I'm gonna pardon myself for the super crime. I'm pardon crime myself for the super crime. What are you gonna do? Okay. And also, right. my vice president is my dog. Okay. So here's the thing. You're going. So to if say, you quit, if you fire me from being president, you got a dog president. So. <laughs> and that's is that extra. Cost? All right. Let me ask you a question. You're being you're being sworn in to the office of president of these United States by the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, <laughs> Justice John Roberts. He is going to look at you and. He's going to say, ma'am, that is a super crime. What are you going to do to him? What are you going to do to him? Well, <laughs> sorry, ma'am. it's a really ugly laugh. Um, I'm going to say, well, lucky for you, I'm a super president, baby. Mm, baby. baby. Actually, I take it back. My dog's not going to be my running mate. Mm. Kate's going to be my running mate, yes. obviously. Yeah, obviously. We're going to get all $50 of our Patreon behind $1 us. $1 per state. And you can support our election our election campaign. This is by now going a super pack. Patreon.com slash hate podcast. You can find us on Facebook. I guess we are going to hate. We have a page and a group on Instagram and Twitter at hate podcast on our website hatepodcast.com. Wow, that was really bad, huh? What was really bad? This whole episode was really this bad. Ba- it was not bad. It was good. I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny, too. I think it's really funny how strong it came straight out of the gate mm. with, like, you knew, you had your whole essay. You were, like, you wrote a thesis I did. for this, and you were great. And, thank uh, you. Thank you. And I wish you could see right now what he's doing. He's spraying a water gun into a, bo- a, a glass of milk. When is, uh, uh, IP Freely gonna have a I see Wiener. I see Wiener. It's not I'm like sorry. Freely. Wow. I see Wiener. I'm sorry. I know your name. Kate knows your name. This fake hater doesn't know your name. Okay. All right. When is he gonna host the podcast? That's a good question. When I is see he Wiener. Host come the on to our podcast. I see, actually no. But you have to come. If you come onto our podcast, I see Wiener. You got to do like a voice modulator. Mm. So we we just don't know who you are. You have to be witness protected. Yeah. 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 Mm. For the super crime of being a patron of mm. Guess Who You're Gonna Hate. So thank you, Bendover, for being <laughs> no, a... No, <laughs> stop!